Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Ah, yes, come and get some on a free-for-all Friday. We'll talk to you. We'll take your calls at 301-230-0980 because we have several things to talk about. Yes, even uh, less than a week after the NFL season is over, plenty to talk about, led by an extended stay for Eric Bieniemy. What do they say all the time? If you don't want a guy, if you want to hire somebody, if you want to sign a free agent, don't let them leave your building. <laughs> they have not let Eric Bieniemy leave town yet, so... Apparently, something's going well. Conversations are going well. Maybe dinner was spectacular last night. Maybe they put some of that, you know, good stuff in the food so Eric Bieniemy would want to come back for a little bit more. Say, hey, how about coming back for breakfast tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right, Craigie. That's what we'd be saying. Come on back for some more. Come get some scrambled eggs with Uncle Ron in the morning. Yes. Yes, indeed. Eric Bieniemy sticking around for more time. Albert Breer reporting allegedly talks with staffing and contract, which means we're we're reaching that important level. You know, we're reaching that important level between the two sides. And what continues to astound me, and you know me, I'm not one that I, I'm I'm always. You know, I'm, all, I'm always on the positive side of the street here, okay? Always on the positive side of the street. But I am amazed at how many people that continue to say, why would Eric Bieniemy consider here? Why would Eric Bieniemy consider a lateral move? Okay? The way you're interpreting OC to OC in this situation, if you really want to believe it's a lateral move, fine. You do that. But the move is not lateral in any way, shape, or form. Not at all. The The move is so he can have complete autonomy, creating, constructing, calling. This is by any means not a lateral move if Eric Bieniemy does indeed sign here with Washington. No, indeed. Not at all. And ultimately, for Eric Bieniemy to accomplish his goals, he has to get rid of the last available stigma out there about him. Yes, you didn't. You don't call plays. Well, now he'll he's likely to be able to do that. 
He's likely to be able to do that. In fact, I'm so fired up about this misconception about Eric Bieniemy. Now, whether he's any good or not, that remains to be seen. Okay, because we don't have, we do not have a file. In fact, I'm actually standing up while I'm saying this because I'm feeling an energy here talking about something like this where every time I see a tweet from someone that says that, it just drives me crazy. Because that means you just you just don't you you don't know. You don't follow this close enough. It's like the person that we could put fifty seven dudes in Washington uniforms tomorrow. You wouldn't know any of them. You'd enter the conversation, we're gonna go seventeen and zero this year. We could have fifty seven of the worst football players on planet Earth. Yeah, we're going all the way. Okay. So when I when I see people that sit there go, Oh, this is a lateral move. Why would he consider DC? The guy is desperately trying to get rid of any stigma that's out there about him, about his inability to either, A, be a head coach, or in this case, be an offensive coordinator, because there are still some that question it. We know why. We know why some people question it. It's a convenient excuse. It's a convenient excuse to hide other concerns. But now he is making a concerted effort to even get rid of that. He's willing to leave the comfort. What do they tell you all the time? Be, don't be afraid to get out of your comfort zone. Bella even agrees with me. You can hear her in the background. She's like, go on, Dad. Get out of your comfort zone. I played baseball growing up. One of the first things I broadcast for the Naval Academy was lacrosse. Look at what it's done for me 25 years later. I'm still broadcasting Navy games. Get out of your comfort zone. I tell guys that all the time. In fact, back then, we we didn't even have any of the resources to to do that like we do now. They want you to broadcast water polo. You have plenty of information to look up. Eric Bieniemy is getting out of his comfort zone. He's getting out of his comfort zone of just riding alongside Andy Reid Riding alongside a great offense, he can make a comfortable living. Remember, his contract is up. Kansas City doesn't exactly seem to be running to the table for whatever reason to put more money in front of him to get him to stay there, at least not publicly. Is that an issue? Does that concern you? doesn't concern me because I think they know. I think Andy is Andy's, Andy's sticking around. If Andy was leaving any time soon, Maybe he says to Eric Bieniemy, "Look, hang around. I'm probably not, you know, at this for another year or two. I think Andy Reid. This is all Andy Reid knows. This is all Andy Reid has. Andy Reid's not leaving until I think they physically have to push him out the door. I mean, this is a guy that's dealt with incredible pain off the field, and and his." His recovery to all of that is football. So I don't think Andy's going anywhere. So it would behoove Eric Bieniemy to get out of his comfort zone if indeed his goals are to be a head coach. Show the world he can create his own offense, call plays. And you know what? Even if he brings most of Andy's concepts, guess what? Those are hellacious concepts. Wouldn't that be a smart thing to do? Wouldn't you want your team to run concepts that are creative, that are exciting, but more importantly, they produce results. 
So I think this is fantastic that Eric Bieniemy is willing to get out of his comfort zone. Because when you get out of your comfort zone, you push yourself to do more. And then you find out you can do it. It makes your confidence rise even more. What if Eric Bieniemy takes a rookie quarterback? A second-year guy, technically, but he's the equivalent of a rookie. He played one game last year. Guess what? That's what Patrick Mahomes did. Patrick Mahomes played in the last game of the regular season. I'm seeing a little, I'm seeing a little, little, little synergy here. Okay. Sam Howe played well in his one game. Now you'd have him in his second year. And if you have success with him, that's just going to make the opinion of you go up that much higher. So as Ron Rivera has brought Eric Bieniemy back for a second day, and Eric felt compelled to stay for a second day. I mean, Bieniemy could have bolted down. He could have said, no, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm convinced we did good work here yesterday. He could have left town. No. He's working hard to try and get this position here because he knows if he helps this team, this is the ultimate statement to the rest of the league that I can do this. Because this this franchise right now has got some chaos going on because you don't know when the timetable of a sale is going to occur. And, of course, we understand the trials and tribulations of the franchise. I'm not talking about off the field. I'm talking about on the field. The inconsistency, the lack of success, the lack of consistent success. Guess who else wants success? Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera hires Eric Bieniemy. They have success. There's a chance that Ron gets a, an extended stay and a longer stay. Maybe a succession plan in place after a while that, you know, maybe Eric Bieniemy replaces him at some point as the head coach. Ron bumps up stairs and continues his role in personnel. I mean, there, to me, there's a place for Ron Rivera in any organization because you want Ron Rivera, in my opinion, you want him in your organization from a character and person standpoint because he's good at identifying good and bad character. You want to keep those kind of people out of your organization at this point, both in the front office and on the field. I think Ron Rivera is a hell of a judge of character. I mean, you look at what that guy has overcome. So if – if Eric Bieniemy salvages this thing here in Washington, expands this offense, which has, by all admissions, you'd have to agree, skill-wise, this is as good a group right now as you can take over without a guy like Patrick Mahomes at quarterback. This is a pretty solid group. You can do work here. You're not coming into a situation where, you know, you have no – Wide receivers, you have maybe a running back. I mean, you could be taking over an offense like the Indianapolis Colts that's still looking for significant pieces. Instead, you're taking over an offense which has the skill people in place to make you look good. You have pieces to be creative with and can put an exciting product on the field. That's why Eric Bieniemy's back for a second day. Eric Bieniemy's sniffing it, man. He's on the trail. Okay? He's on the trail. He knows it. He has seen it. Ron Rivera has sold him on it. Guarantee you, guarantee you Ron kept saying, hey, I can, I can give you Terry McLaurin. 
I can give you Jahan Dotson. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can give you Brian Robinson, Antonio Gibson. Yes, sir. How about that, Eric Bieniemy? How Who would you rather coach, Terry McLaurin or Miko Hardman? You know? I mean, I, I can give you those pieces, Eric. Eric takes a bite of steak, chews it up, says, you know what, Ron, that's pretty good. That's good steak. That's a good that's good wide receivers. I can I can do that. That's good running backs. I can do that. I can imagine how this conversation was going. So from from that standpoint, I mean to me this is this is a no brainer now at this point if you're if you're Washington. The ultimate question is can you put paper in front of him with the right digits that isn't insulting to Eric Bieniemy? And as long as they can do that, I think this thing, I think this thing may may be wrapped up by the end of the day. Not impossible. When the guy sticks around for a second day, and as Albert Breer reports this morning, we're talking staffing and potential contract. The last thing that gets in the way is ultimately whether you insult him in terms of the contract offer. Do you insult him by lowballing him when you're going to ask him to actually take on more responsibility here than he had in Kansas City? That is still, and, and I don't think you, I don't think you can rule that out that that might happen because we don't know what the budget, you know, situation is. Either way, a new owner is going to inherit this. So hopefully, Ron's able to put a fair contract in front of him, and Eric Bieniemy ends up being your offensive coordinator here by the end of the day. For those that are against. The hiring of Eric Bieniemy. I'd love to, I'd love for you to make a case for it. Tell me why Eric Bieniemy is not a a good hire. Tell me that. Why why would Eric Bieniemy not be worth hiring here in Washington? You successfully ran Scott Turner out of town. I mean, you all did you all did that. You all ran Scott Turner out of town. And I know in some cases, certainly he ran himself out of town with the inconsistent performance of the offense, maybe trying to force plays on players that weren't capable of executing those at their best. But at times, we saw the glimpses of what those skilled players can do. And you would have to believe that if Eric Bieniemy even brings half the concepts they had in Kansas City, those types of things potentially could work here. So, you stepped to the plate this morning as the defense attorney, okay? You tell me. Tell me why Eric Bieniemy is not the right hire, if indeed you believe that. Because I do believe there are some of you that are still out there that believe that. You know, what is it? What? Tell me why. Because I, I think Eric Bieniemy realizes this is a great opportunity to get out of the comfort zone because that's what everybody on Twitter keeps defaulting back to. Why would he leave the comfort of Kansas City? You don't understand. People are competitive. He was a football player. He was a driven guy. Competitors want to do the best they possibly can. We all want to work at the highest level. We all want to work at the highest level. We want to, give, we want to get the best opportunities that we possibly can. And if Eric Bieniemy is even halfway competitive, he wants to make this move because he wants to be a head coach. I'm not sure people that get into it 
yeah, I'm, I, I got into this. I, I just want to broadcast Little League Baseball for the rest of my life. Yeah, that's great. No, we all want to work at the highest point of the profession. I don't think anybody goes, hey, I'm just going to be a great offensive coordinator. That's all I'm going to do. No, Eric Bieniemy was a player, man. He's a player. He's a running back. He's a hard-nosed physical. Let's go. Let's do this. Okay? Let's do this. He wants to be a head coach. He wants to be a head coach, and he even realizes now. And I do, and I thank Andy Reid for this because Andy Reid has probably been upfront and honest with Eric Bieniemy because you know people are calling Andy Reid when Eric Bieniemy applies for a job. And Andy is probably giving him the feedback that look, they're. One of their big concerns is that is that you haven't called plays. Now, as I gave you yesterday, Doug Peterson was the exact same thing in Kansas City. He was the confidant. He was, you know, part of the staff, the architect that put it together. But it was still Andy looking at the laminated sheet, calling the plays. Two years into Doug Peterson's tenure in Philadelphia, they won a freaking Super Bowl. John Harbaugh was a special teams coordinator. He wasn't an offensive coordinator. He wasn't calling plays. He won a Super Bowl in Baltimore. Now, technically, technically, would you retort? Well, he was a special teams coordinator. Okay, great. That's fantastic. And, yes, you got to be great on special teams. If your special teams suck, you lose. Just ask Philadelphia the other day. Their punter was abominable coming back from an injury. And their coverage team, not great on the Kadarius Tony big-time return. Okay, I'll buy that part. But he still wasn't calling the offense or the defense in Philadelphia. And guess what? He won a Super Bowl in Baltimore. So if you want to come at me with that, if you want to come at me with that, that you can do that. But I've got – that's my evidence to send that back to you. But that has to be what the feedback is that Andy's getting. So Andy being upfront and honest with him is telling him, look, Eric, if your goals are this – This is what you have to do. You have to chase this type of an opportunity. The best part is it appears as if Eric Biennemi is listening and Eric Biennemi still has that hunger, still has that drive because that's what you want. You don't want a guy that's just coming here because he feels obligated that he has to check that box. Okay, I just got to go check that box one year and I'm going to be an offense. I'm going to be a head coach. No. That means that guy is driven still. He is driven. He's going to be intense as hell. And the one thing you all have really gotten after Ron for is kind of the stoic, arms-folded look on the sideline. Well, maybe, and I talk about this all the time, sometimes somebody's got to beat a bad guy. And when I coach teams, as the assistant coach especially, and the head coach, you know, kind of a mild-mannered, Great guy. Every now and then, somebody's got to be the bad guy. And if Eric Bieniemy has to be that guy, well, he talks to players in a harsh way. Guess what? It's competition. It's competition. If you're trying to win, sometimes you got to have tough conversations. Somebody's got to be willing, though, to have those conversations. And Eric Bieniemy, maybe he's the guy that this team needs to deliver that message and to get them over the top. And in that case, that's a good thing. I mean, that that's what sometimes coaches, sometimes coaches are too nice. 
Sometimes coaches are, oh, you know, in terms of being a player's coach, oh, I don't want to offend these guys. I want them to play hard for me. That's okay. Come on. Let's go, Patrick. All right. Yay. If Eric Bieniemy brings a little bit of an edge here, that's okay. That's okay. He's stuck around for an extra day. He's talking more with Ron Rivera. Will he be the man by the end of the day here in Washington? Let's get down to business on that. we got plenty to talk about. That all the way through touchdown at 10 if you want to drive it at 301-230-0980. A couple of great basketball wins in the area last night. Maryland, a sensational 32-6 run to erase a Purdue first-half lead. I don't know if i got to sell you on Kevin Willard anymore. I mean, Maryland fan, if you're not on board, well, you're just, you're just never going to be on board. I told you when they hired him he was going to be a stud, and he's actually doing it a year earlier than I thought. Just a gigantic win for Maryland last night. And the Wizards, who had no business winning last night, down 36-21 after one. It's usually the other team that's down 36-21 and comes back to win the game. Well, guess what? Bradley Beal and Kyle Kuzma said, no. No, Minnesota. I know you're over 500. We're trying to get back to 500. We're going to get there. They were delicious down the stretch last night as Washington rallied to beat Minnesota 114-106 to last night. We'll talk about that later on as well. But convince me. Make a case for me that Eric Bieniemy is not the guy. Because everybody in football continues to be outraged that he doesn't get an opportunity to be a head coach. So wouldn't you want that guy to be your offensive coordinator if given the opportunity? They all want him to be a head coach, but he's willing to come to your place to be the OC. Tell me why he's not the right guy. Make that case if you can. 301-230-0980. We're off and running. It's a Friday morning. Russell and Medhurst, 9 to noon every day right here on the Team 980, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Eric Bieniemy sticking around for a second day. Albert Breer says allegedly talking staffing and contract. Got to believe if Washington doesn't put an assault insulting offer on the table, he likely 
is the new OC here in Washington. But again, everything, as you know, until it's signed, sealed, and delivered, it's not yours. So let's not put the cart before the horse, but let's just say that the horse and the cart are in the same area. Okay, it's just like when we're in the paddock at Rosecroft, we take the horse out of the stall and then we hook it up to the bike. We're getting ready to do that. We've got the horse and buggy on standby out there in Ashburn. 301-230-0980. Eric Bieniemy. those of you out there that say, why would he leave? He's getting out of his comfort zone. Okay, Andy Reid is telling him, here's the feedback I'm getting from other people as to why they're nervous about hiring you. It's because of me. <laughs> Too big of a shadow, okay? Here's what they're telling me. Here's the last thing that you have to show them before there are no excuses as to why they don't hire you. So he is actively out there pursuing a good opportunity. And as I said, why not take the skilled guys that are here in Washington if you're trying to build an offense? You know, you're, you're, if, you, if you take a – a young neophyte quarterback in Sam Howell who played one game his rookie year just like Patrick Mahomes did, and you build an offense that looks exciting, that helps win games, the perception of you changes even more. Because there's a bunch of people around the league that stump for Eric Bieniemy all the time. And now all of the excuses will pretty much be out of the way if he's able to do that. But I want you, I want you to convince me why they're wrong. Tell me why he's not the hire. Tell me why you would hire Greg Roman or Pat Shermer or Ken Zampezi over him. Seriously, I mean, make that case for me because some of you, some of you are still convinced on, on Twitter. Why would he make such a lateral move? Think about it, homies. It's not a lateral move. It's more responsibility. And that in itself makes it a better move. It gets him out of his comfort zone. Yeah, I mean, sure, he could make good money. I'm sure they would renew his contract in Kansas City, which is up, by the way. Maybe not for the same amount of dollars he could get here in Washington. Maybe Washington will pay him more money for that added responsibility. So for Eric Bieniemy. Sure, go pursue a few more dollars, but pursue a little bit more responsibility. Tell me why he is not the choice. I'm all ears if you want to tell me that. Now, I'm not sitting here predicting it's going to be a slam dunk because until he gets the job and works with those players, we don't know. We can't. It's not a sure thing. It's not a 100% sure thing. If, if everybody be putting Super Bowl futures on Washington – if we think, oh, this is going to be a grand slam, it's going to be a slam dunk, going to be a touchdown, yes. But tell me why it's not a good hire. Convince me why it wouldn't be a good hire, if you can. If you can. I mean, the numbers and the philosophy that he's been a part of, it's exciting, it wins, and those are the two most important things. It's entertaining and it wins. That's what gets butts in the seats. More butts in the seats, more wins, keeps Ron around, and it answers big questions that some in the league still have about Eric Bieniemy. Let's go to the phones, start things off in the great state of Maine, listening on the Odyssey app. Line two, what's up, Phil? 
How are you guys doing this morning? It's a great day, Phil. It's a great day. What's up, man? Good, good. Thanks for taking my call. You know, the the only reason or the only way I can see them not or this not being a good move for them or even him is because of Sam Howe. And I'm actually a Sam Howe believer. Only because you can build this team around them on that rookie contract. And we're not a – we don't need a ton of pieces. But – I'm sitting here, and I called your producer, and I think I'm on the wrong side of the call because I I can't even envision him not wanting to sign this dude and him not wanting to take the opportunity because this is, in this place, most importantly, we've been a disaster. And if he can come in here and make this look even remotely good or good enough to make the playoffs or pass the first round, he can easily get this job next year or more more importantly for him, he can easily get a head coaching job anywhere else. So I, I just, I'm, first of all, I'm just excited that, again, we somewhat have hope for this team. And I, I, I'm I'm going to refresh the button every every five minutes, dude, looking for Eric B. Enemy news. Um, but I really just wanted to get my opinion out there, man. I'm, I'm super pumped. And if he does come here, I think we, we – might have a chance, and believe me when I say this, Sam Howell is the guy. Thank you guys for taking my call. Phil, appreciate it. No doubt about it. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, and, and Phil's spot on. You know, if he if he turns Washington football into must-see football, into something that is exciting, a product that's exciting, absolutely. I mean, he Eric Bieniemy's status just rises even higher. I mean, look at how people were talking about Washington after the 7-9 and nine season and the performance of Heineke in the playoff game against Tampa. Look at how people rallied around this franchise. We were actually, we were actually being talked about on every level of national media. Mike Greenberg couldn't talk about the Washington football team more. He was leading the charge every morning when you woke up. He was talking about, oh, Washington, Washington, Washington. Washington's going to be, look, they, they were a 7-9 team, but look at how they played that playoff game. Boy, Ron Rivera's got them on the right direction. That Heineken guy was exciting. So if you get Eric Bieniemy into your fold, all of those people who have been screaming left and right about Eric Bieniemy getting a job, Eric Bieniemy should be doing this, all of those people now are going to be talking about your franchise in a positive light. They're going to be talking about Washington stepping up and taking on the opportunity to hire Eric Bieniemy. Give him a chance to prove to the rest of the league that he can do this on his own. That he doesn't have to stay in the shadow of Andy Reid. It's not Andy Reid. Andy Reid. Andy Reid. Okay? Andy Reid. I mean, Andy Reid's won, you know, multiple Super Bowls now in Kansas City. So, you know, he's going to rightfully so get a lot of the credit there. But if Eric Bieniemy can even remotely bring part of that philosophy Help create that culture on the offensive side. Make guys excited to come to work every day because the concepts are going to give them a chance 
to be successful. And when they are successful, guess what happens? They make more money. Terry McLaurin got his bag. We're going to want Jahan Dotson likely to get his because Jahan Dotson also looks like that potential could skyrocket in a situation like this. If I'm an offensive player, I want to play in that kind of philosophy because it's going to make me look good. It's going to help me get paid because it's going to give me opportunity. That's why, that's why if this works, if this works, this makes your place all of a sudden a destination place for offensive football players. Because when you win, you win. Not only does your team win, but you win. You get the cash. Let's go to line three and Dean. What's up, Dean? What's up, buddy? Uh, I'm, I'm more like uh, the first call to feel. I'm, I'm kind of on the other side of that fence with the call, but at the end of the day, uh, the only way he, can, he it, it, can, it can mess up, like I was telling your, your producer here, is that uh, it, it's an effect where he, he can't coach the talent because he's, he's so talented himself. It's hard for him to to to, to get the best out of the. It's kind of like Michael Jordan coming down, or out of the out of the Raptors, or Magic Johnson coming down trying to coach the guys. You know, he's just too hard on the talent, or or or, or want just so much out of Jahan Dotson or Antonio Gibson or or, or or Sam Hart. So it becomes he got to remember them guys are still young guys, so their ego and stuff has to be stroked very very carefully. You know, so again, like I said, if he, if he can't communicate, I think that that was the whole thing with him, him and uh, uh, Shady McCoy uh, over there. I think Shady was going down. He still because Eric the Enemy wants a high caliber type of football player because he was a high caliber football player. He's always going to be expected. So I, I'm hoping his communication uh, is good at this end of the day. And and, and I was going to ask you, is this one of those Chris questions? Today, you, you, you're you missing that yin, that yang, that New York right here because that, that's it's one of those questions that you can start up a whole, you know, negative vibe and so forth. We want to stay on that positive vibe. We want to stay on Airbnb right here. No, that's know, why right I'm telling – hey, Dean, that's why I'm saying <laughs> convince me right. why it's not the right hire. And now, so I'm far, you, man, that, so that far out of the, the box. only way, only right. way because everyone wants Michael Jordan. Everyone wanted Mike, Magic Johnson to be uh, in the Lakers. You know, everyone wanted him to coach the Lakers and be and be what it's supposed to be. You know, at the end of the day, I gotta also give a shout out though, man. I always bash the coaches in the area, like you said, Kevin Willett. Um, unbelievable, unbelievable, unbelievable job. He's getting the boys to play hard and yep. tough. Those guys play hard play, as hell. They have playing tough and hard. You got yeah. it, Dean. Appreciate the call. They have definitely, and as I told you yesterday, you know, I I have always been in the Kevin Willard and Mick Cronin camps at their previous stops. And those guys are splitting images of each other. They're bald brothers like me. And they still wear suits on the sidelines. And they get their guys to play hard as hell. And that was evident last night. Uh, If you were there, sellout crowd and a great opponent. And, I mean, that's that's what Maryland basketball used to be in the Atlantic Coast Conference. And last night was one of those few nights since joining the Big Ten where you you felt, you saw that euphoria. 
obviously I was doing a, a gig of the Annapolis Touchdown Club last night, and I had to come home and watch the game on tape. But that is the atmosphere and the environment that we used to always see with Carolina, with Duke, you know, with Gravis and Blake, Lonnie Baxter, you know, I mean, Chris Wilcox, Juan Dixon. That's the way it, that's the way it used to be in the building. Well, hopefully Kevin Willard is bringing that back and, and putting the rest of the Big Ten on notice that, hey, we're coming. We're coming here at the University of Maryland. And, you know, just like Mike, Mike Loxley has done in football, you know, in terms of improving the talent level and getting better results, well, Kevin Willard, is already doing it with players he inherited, the addition of Jameer Young via transfer this year. And, oh, by the way, the first recruiting class that these guys have is really, really good. Really, really good. Now, as we saw, good recruiting classes don't guarantee. I mean, Maryland saw that right after the national championship. You thought that group was going to be pretty good, and it sort of underachieved. So it doesn't guarantee anything until they actually get here and start playing well. But the early returns are massive stock up on Kevin Willard right now. We'll talk about that. We'll take some more of your calls later on on that as well. Right now we're talking Eric Bieniemy. He's sticking around for a second day. Albert Breer says they're allegedly talking staffing and contract. Now remember, staffing and who you can bring in, sometimes that can be a sticking point. And obviously, when they slide that piece of paper over to you and your agent and they say, here's what we're willing to pay you, that can also be a sticking point as well. So this isn't, this isn't home free yet. They've got to agree on both accounts there as well. So still some work to be done, but Eric Bieniemy sticking around for a second day. I laid out why this would be a very good hire for Washington. If you agree, great. But if you disagree, I'd like to hear your case. 301-230-0980. Let's take a look at what's trending. Aaron Jones reworking a deal with the Green Bay Packers. The running back likely to stay there, looking like he's going to make roughly $11 million uh, next season, staying with the Green Bay Packers. Tiger Woods five off the lead after a two under par 69 at the Genesis Invitational yesterday. Basketball talking about it right there. Maryland, a big win over Purdue, trailing at the half, wiping out that deficit in the second half, a 32-6 run by the Terps, and they win it last night at home 68-54. Next up, Nebraska for the University of Maryland. Meanwhile, the Wizards last night, dreadful for the better part of two and a half quarters. They rally, though, in the fourth. Outscore Minnesota 38-19. Kuzma and Beal, gigantic threes late. Washington rallies for the 114-106 victory. They enter the All-Star break at 28-30 and on the season. And that's what's trending on the Team 980, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. Three one two three zero zero nine eighty or three zero one two three zero zero nine eight zero. As the legend Scott Jackson would bring it to you. 
Tell me why Eric Bieniemy is sticking around for a second day if you're just tuning in. Sticking around to talk staffing, talk contract with Ron Rivera. Obviously, the meal was good last night. Maybe as good as the steak and shrimp I had last night at the Annapolis Touchdown Club banquet. It was sensational. Sensational. Love it. Yes, sir. Saw Talia Tungavailoa there. John Marshall, the product of Gonzaga, honored last night as the top players at Maryland and the Naval Academy. Caleb Herb and Malik Washington. Caleb's going to go out and play at Shepherd College, and Malik Washington has been offered by just about every Power Five, the sophomore quarterback out of Spalding. Uh, he is going to be a good one and such a mature young man. I mean, that's a sophomore in high school who was stepping to the podium last night that. Really sounded like he was 21 years old. It was really impressive. Congratulations to all of the honorees last night. When Eric Bieniemy decides to stick around for a second day, that's when negotiations get serious. That's when you know the conversation is real at this point. And I need you this morning. I need you to convince me. I laid out the case in the first segment. All of the positives as to why, A, Washington needs to do it, how they could benefit, but also how Eric Bieniemy could benefit. There has to be something in it for Eric Bieniemy. Because every, we talk about people all the time. you got to get out of your comfort zone. Get out of your comfort zone. You know, you talk about that with, you know, your friends all the time. You know, people that complain about dating and everything like that. Well, you know, you try to date the same people, you know. And, you know, people with uh, only a certain uh, type of interest or a certain type of look. Well, sometimes you got to get out of your comfort zone to find, you know, find that, companionship that's going to make you a happy camper out there. Well, Eric Bieniemy, if he's going to be a head coach, maybe has to get out of that comfort zone. So that's what he may be attempting to do here, and Andy Reid has probably convinced him that that's the one obstacle based on the conversations that when people call Reid to get references on him, that's the feedback that he's getting. Let's go to line four. Talk to Vince. What's up, Vince? What's up, Pete? How you doing, man? So I'm, I'm I'm good. I'm in total agreement with you, as I see no reason why this shouldn't happen and why we shouldn't uh, figure out everything to make it happen. Um, I guess the way my mind works, uh, if he does come here and has all the success that we would hope that he would have, my question would be then who would who would be the OC next up in line because he's he's already interviewed for a thousand head coaching jobs. He just you know for whatever reason has to have that cherry on top. This would be the proverbial cherry on top. So I see no reason why, after he kills the head with us, that he's not a head coach the following year. So I guess my question would be then, who is the next OC? Vince, I think it's a hell of a question, and appreciate the call. And this is why I love doing this, because there are many of you out there that listen that also bring up great counterpoints. And you're right. Here's the here's the thing. At some point, does Ron bump up? you know, and stay in the front office as a whole. And eventually maybe you you make Eric Bieniemy the head coach if they have some success. Maybe a new owner convinces Ron to, to do that at some point. Maybe Ron says, you know what, maybe I can relieve at least a mild form of this stress that this job has by by doing that. Because as I said, as I said, you want Ron Rivera in your organization. He represents class. He represents character. And this is an organization that certainly can use as much of that as possible. So you want to have him as part of the organization. And guess what? They've drafted okay for the most part 
since, you know, he has taken over in this situation. You can point to a lot of success with individual players. Can they continue to develop them? But certainly early returns on some of those guys are, are very good. So there's there's reason there's reason to want to keep him as part of the organization. Maybe maybe that's a, a win win for all of them in this situation. Because you're right. If if he does come out and the offense performs like gangbusters, they make the playoffs, all those teams, the sixteen interviews, fifteen different teams, somebody next year is finally gonna say, Oh, okay, Eric, okay, okay, our bad. Our bad. We missed the boat. It's our fault. We'll talk to you now, and and we'll we'll legitimately think about hiring you. So, that is that is a great question that Vince brings up. Let's finish off the hour with Richard in Georgia listening on the Odyssey app. What's up, Richard? Yeah, I'm just not a fan of this hire. I really wouldn't if they hired him. I mean, it's like he's been in the shadows of Andy Reid. Three years of going to interviews to get a coaching position hasn't got it. Something's up with this guy. There's a reason why he's not being hired. And just like the – we need sustained stability. Great. Let's say he comes and has a great year and then he's gone. We're not sustaining anything. At the same time, he's only done play calling after Kansas City's in the lead. So, yeah, he might be strategizing, but it's Andy Reid that's run that okay. offense. Okay, Richard, let me counter, and though. Let, the risk. Richard, okay. let, me counter, let me counter with this. Doug Peterson did the exact same thing, and within two years, he he won a Super Bowl in Philadelphia. That's that's true. That's a that's a true statement. But I I feel like we can't consistently take these risks. This is kind of like the splash hire again, the name that's out there, and we just have this young talent in these skill positions, and we can't take that risk. Something is up with this guy that he has not been hired. Who would be who would be your hire? For me, I like Zimmerman. I said let's give him a shot. We're going to give someone a shot. Let's give him a shot. He's in our organization. He knows what we have. Let's move forward with him. I mean, think about it. Only has Mahomes in there. He's a one in a decade quarterback. He makes that offense as well. He makes that offense shine. Not every quarterback can do what he does. That point is a and fair I point. I like Sam Howell. Yep. I, I mean, like I, I know Howell, what you're saying. Sam Howell's yep. no Mahomes. De- well, definitely not. He's only played one game. But uh, Patrick Mahomes and Richard, yeah. appreciate the call. Uh, Patrick Mahomes played one game his rookie year, and then obviously we know what happened uh, after that uh, there in Kansas City. But it, also, if you're going to say we've got a guy in the fold, let's make sure we get his name right. It's Ampezi. It's not Zimmerman. So uh, in that situation. So that would be Ken Zampezi, not Ken Zimmerman, not Ryan Zimmerman. Not Paul Zimmerman, the C-Man from Sports Illustrated for so many years. Convince me Eric Bieniemy's not the guy. You heard Richard make his case. But Richard kind of defaulted back to the same thing that everybody else is saying. You know, it's Andy Reid. But again, Doug Peterson did the same thing. Hell, Matt Nagy did the same thing and ended up making the playoffs with the Bears. He made the playoffs with the Bears doing the exact same thing. The last two guys that have been in that position have gone on to take their teams to postseason, in the case of Peterson, win the Super Bowl. Doing the exact same thing. Riding the coattails of Andy Reid. It's been a successful path of sorts so far. 301-230-0980. And hey, if you're 7-9, and nine, 
If you're seven, eight, and one, and you're eight, eight, and one, why not take a risk on getting better? Don't be afraid of risk. Take the risk. Get better. Touchdown at ten is next, right here on the Team Nine Eighty, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend four point four hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.